0: Hello everyone and welcome back to HOA, it's a true story. Today we are talking with Susan Novak, a board member from Whalers Village Association. Susan, thank you for joining us today and welcome to HOA, it's a true story.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me.
0: So let's start with what made you decide to join your HOA's (sighs) board.
1: Well, my husband and I had been actual renters in a complex that we really enjoyed for a couple of years, and we ended up buying two units the one we live in and another one as a rental. It decided we needed to invest in making sure this property goes the right direction. Was it not going the right direction? The previous board who had come in real fast and had replaced a board that had been here for a long time, the decisions that they were making and the lack of understanding that they had on how the uh, Oh, just how the operations go. And so they were making decisions based on I don't know what.
0: So you had been living there quite some time before, right? Is that correct? I lived
1: here six, six years before we bought.
0: So was that board then recalled or were they voted out by members when you ended up getting onto the new board?
1: We are uh, coming up on a new election. And so only one previous board member was voted back on and the rest were let go,
0: voted off. Wow. That's a lot of people to say we don't want them on the board anymore. How many board members do you have on your board? We have five board members. And what is your position? Member at large. That's a great one. (laughs) So you had a board, they kind of did their tenure, a new board came in, they kind of had things going a little roughly. And so your association then voted them out or basically didn't bring any of them back except one. And then you joined this new board. So does your association belong to any industry affiliates to help you in learning what your fiduciary responsibilities are as a new board member?
1: Well, we did look into (laughs) CAI and actually uh, filled out the application and are going to go forward with being members there. And so that we can take advantage of the education and the forms and just being able to chat with others to get informed on what's going on.
0: Great organization. And there's so much to learn as a board member. It's probably a little overwhelming. How often do you guys meet?
1: Because of the previous board's lack of attention to what was going on, we are now meeting uh, at least two hours every week on a Zoom meeting and then we're emailing 20 20 emails a day.
0: Wow, that's, that's a lot of time committed. How long have you been on this new board?
1: Uh, we just got on in November, and we're actually up for election this month, so we'll see if people like what we've been doing and we for coming back.
0: <laughs> so you're having a town hall coming up where everybody participates, and do yes. you find that your town hall meetings, obviously via Zoom for a while, um, do you find that more people are attending because of the concern from the previous board, not taking action, as you put it, on, on things that seem to be very important, or is it just because people are home?
1: Well, we came into this with a very outraged community. So everybody was on board when we had the voting meeting, time for the new board to be or to a board to be voted in. Uh, we had a lot of people get on board with that. And it is, you know, so you don't know, is it because they were home because of COVID? Is it because they saw nothing happening and they're very concerned? I don't know the reason. There's too many variables at that point.
0: So up to this point, what has been the biggest challenge for you and your board?
1: I would say, just interestingly been... enough,
0: to have the,
1: the management company. We've had three different people that they've put in front of us to be our manager, but they really, their overall manager is so good. That's who we want. But we keep running into this, she's having trouble hiring the right person. And it's really hard because she is the right person. <laughs> she's just the overall manager. So um, we'll get there. We're working through, we, we just went through a huge checklist with them. Um, we did our due diligence on what we expected from them. And we, we hashed it out with us on what we wanted. And we sat down with them and said, either you'll perform this or we perform this. And this is going to go how we're going to pay you. So we kind of worked a better deal with them.
0: So you're, you've identified that there's a more experienced manager that you'd like to have, but because she's a supervising role, she's training and teaching the junior managers, if you will. Um, yeah, that's, that's always you know, a, an interesting dichotomy because we're such a growing industry that it's just a need for more and more and more managers as they continue to grow in HOAs, so I'm not surprised. Has that been the biggest challenge, is just working, not having the right person you want to work with?
1: Uh, No, I think the biggest, I would say the bigger challenge is, um, because we can work through that, we'll get there with that, and as long as we know that we've got somebody, like you said, the supervisor that we can absolutely go to, and it's going to get done, there's no problem there. I would say the biggest factor was, and not just the, the immediate previous board, but there was, I don't know how long it went backwards, but Not a lot of follow through. They had maybe some processes, but then it would die out and there was no follow through. So, you know, 121 units, people that have lived here for a really long time, they just do as they will because they just figured nothing's going to happen to them. So we're really having to go through piece by piece and tighten everything up so that we then can say, well, these are the rules, but we got to make sure our, you know, they've gotten so discombobulated that we've got to make sure that we're
0: able to say,
1: we need you to do this because this is how it is laid out.
0: Have you found yourself having to rely heavily on your general counsel attorney?
1: We have, and I will say that um, I don't find this particular attorney strong enough. I think you really do need a strong uh, attorney team or attorney that understands. He, he's been in the industry. I just think he's a little soft. And what I mean by that is we've got some uh, four or five people that are in errors that should have been, this should have been pushed further and he's not pushing it. Uh, obviously he's going on the direction of the board, but we have a policy and, and I felt like there was some lacking in this and that. So I've met other attorneys in this industry that are far stronger, get the job done, that kind of thing. And so that's that's a little frustrating.
0: So you have found yourself having to re-scrutinize contracts, agreements, your CCNRs. Have you had to upgrade your CCNRs as a result of, of scrutiny?
1: It will be coming up that we do that. We realized how many gaps there are in it and things that needed to be uh, brought forward, uh, brought more into the future, for sure. Uh, And, you know, things evolve and change. We haven't done that yet because we have so many little things that need to be ticked off the list first. And we're really trying to get some policies in place for people to respond and, you know, not get that phone call of who's going to come down and, you know, get that lady that's going to call and say, who's going to come, you know, cut my bush, you know, so,
0: Ah, uh, the old trim my bush story. <laughs>
1: exactly. But there's got to be a policy for it instead of, you know, you're out walking and somebody sees a board member and says, hey, you know, da-da-da. So <clears throat> all those kind of things that need to happen, uh, we're looking forward to making it. So
0: what happen. do you wish, what do you <clears throat> wish you could change about your HOA's current situation? Aside from COVID, of course, what do you think would be ideal?
1: Um, I think <clears throat> it would be to bring it back, honestly enough, to a community. And that's a very difficult thing to do when you have 120 people living in a very close quarters. But the reason I say that is because there's a lot of people that this is their, what do they call it? Forever home. A lot of single Mm -hmm. older ladies have moved in here. Well, this is a 1969 built building or buildings, I should say. And uh, there's a lot that needs to be done and they don't Understand that they bought an old building. They think they're going to come in, it's just going to be great, and everybody's going to take care of everything, and they're not going to need to do anything. And um, so I think that I would like to see the communication be more real with the people, but then have more support for these people.
0: That's a really good point, Susan. When you talk about having a true community, we have seen properties that when they've banded together and turned this around, it becomes really Um, a desirable property as opposed to just an okay one. I mean, you may have good amenities in your area, but it it is the community that makes it feel good. Do you feel like you've made any progress bringing people together?
1: I will tell you this. We absolutely have. And one of the things that was so spectacular that was uh, our general board meeting the other night was 45 minutes long. Everybody was happy. Everybody got information that they needed everybody asked the questions that they needed to get done and or get answered and we all got off the phone and everybody was very happy and we got lots of compliments from people during the week that just said wow great meeting that was so great and so that kind of thing and and so running it better quick efficient yes exactly and getting them the information that they need so they don't feel like what's going on what's going on so
0: that's really important what do you wish you could tell your manager like um, I guess what I'm trying to say is what do you wish a manager knew as the board member that you don't feel comfortable just saying to them?
1: Uh property ma- <clears throat> excuse me, the property management company? Y-
0: y- your community manager, yes.
1: Okay. I'm pretty forthright. <laughs> so I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't say <laughs> to them. <laughs> In fact, I have called them on a couple. I've called them on a couple things because um there's accountability and we have made quite a few extensive lists about um what they said they would do and then what doesn't happen. And so I don't have any problem with that uh, as far as like that, because to me it's business. And that's the one thing people need to understand when they get on a board for an HOA, it is about business. It's not about feelings. It's not about somebody offending me. i um, sure you got to take a, uh, you know, a look at all that, but it's about a business. You're fiscally and fiduci- you know, fiducially a spot responsible for getting this place or continue to get this, keep your place um, on its feet
0: what would you we have a lot of managers that listen to our podcast mm-hmm. what would you think that they could do better or change to make it better for you as a, a board member and a community <clears throat> leader
1: i would say i love the uh, i do love the management businesses and so i do appreciate all that they do and what i would say is don't overload your staff so that the hoa communities can't get responses can't get back or take too long because oftentimes Our time is, we're not getting paid for it, so it's very valuable and to spend more time sending out more emails or calling. So I think communication would be the biggest issue.
0: Okay, you just got managers all over clapping and raising their hands. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) less property.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I, I understand business. So at the same time, sure.
0: All right, so let's talk about business for a second. Do you choose the vendors that work with your HOA or does the management company? I mean, you know, I have to ask. I'm a vendor, right? Of course.
1: Uh, I think we both bring it to the table. The, of course, the management company, who is a uh, part of a larger uh, company, has plenty of referrals and vendors that they could recommend and that they do recommend. Uh, we also, a lot of us are in the community and know vendors as well. And so, we, and we are sticklers to getting three estimates before we make a decision. And so wherever those estimates come from, we you know, the great thing about the uh, management company is they've already vetted them and done the background checks and all that. So you're feeling pretty confident that they're sending good. somebody that's going to do a good job. Yeah,
0: we, we do try to encourage boards to listen to um, at least the selection that the management sure. company is offering because of that very reason that they've been vetted for insurance and for proper licensing, and for um, staff and financial capabilities, and one of the things that often happens is sometimes boards think, oh, I don't trust that manager, you know, to have shortlisted board, shortlisted vendors that are appropriate, you know, they're just bringing their friends in, so I'm going to go get my own, and I'm going to get Uncle Robbie, who does it (laughs) a lot cheaper, and he can do this, and the problem is they're not vetted properly for insurances, uh, manpower, financial wherewithal, all of these things that are important that a manager does do. And the other thing I think is that people shouldn't be afraid to use manager recommendations because they should have a short list of qualified people that they work with. They should have more than one, but they should have a short list that you can rely of interview and select out of three or four you of know, those particular vendors. So. Um, absolutely i'm glad to hear that you do rely on them somewhat
1: i've been in the service business so i appreciate giving uh i appreciate a company that like you said has those vendors already listed and how foolish would they be to recommend somebody that wasn't going to work out you know bad reflection on their own business so you got to trust them
0: it is that time of the program it's called hoa it's a true story so we like to ask our guests to tell us one of their favorite HOA stories.
1: Hmm. So uh,
0: tell us what yours is.
1: <laughs> okay, my favorite. I think with every community, there's uh, the characters, so the people that live together so closely get sometimes shine through more than others. And uh, we have this adorable woman that lives here that um, we, had a, we, we have beachfront. And so our beach rights are a, a big, great thing for the area that we're in. Well one day we had a goat with a collar uh, float up on our beach. he was dead and he was bloated <laughs> and Aww. our little gal that lives here that loves to take care of the beach decided to see if she could move this goat along. <laughs> so she got out in the water, <laughs> put <it> back <laughs> out the to goat sea. <laughs> put it back out to sea <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> became known as the crazy goat lady. <laughs> And she loves that, and she loves to tell that story. Uh, we couldn't get any, any uh, fish and game, any, you know, the local animal control, nobody wanted to come down here and deal with it, so she just said she would, and she said, well, I didn't want a stinky goat on our beach, and so I thought I'd take care of it, and I thought, you know, that's community.
0: And was she able to get it back out to sea?
1: Uh, it took a couple of days, the tide kept bringing it back, <laughs> <laughs> but she stuck on it.
0: Well, I want to thank you for participating today very much. If anyone has any questions regarding any of the information or you just enjoyed hearing from a board member's perspective, please reach out to us at inquiry at gbgrouping.com and we will pass along questions, comments, or just laughter uh, to our board member that participated today. So Susan, thank you again. We truly appreciate your time and uh, that's all we have for today. So thanks so much.
1: Thank you.